Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light, the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy. This week I'm riding solo. I have a bunch of guests that were queued up and that you, we will be uh, presenting those videos and those podcasts within the next couple weeks. Uh, however, um, I want to just do a quick episode with you guys here. Today, this week has been a very, very busy week for me, so didn't get all the stuff together to post these episodes because if you've been paying attention to OG Therapy episodes, we make clips, we... We've just been trying to do a lot more with it to uh, get some traffic on Instagram. Uh, let all the guys out there in the world know that there is a podcast, or at least there's probably many, but there's one podcast specifically that you can count on to getting guys to open up, be vulnerable, talk about their past failures, their current struggles, how they get through those things, and most importantly, just what is the best um the best lessons that they've learned in their life, hence the reason why I call these uh, men OGs, because in my experiences, they've been there, they've done that. And even though OG means original gangster, it could also mean old guy too. Not all of the OGs I have on the podcast are old guys, but starting to get a little bit older in, in uh, some of our recent guests, which hey, that just means they're wiser. However, today's episode, I want to focus on something specifically for the holidays, and I'm going to call this episode, or I'm calling this episode, Permission to Grieve. So in today's episode, I wanted to share with you a couple thoughts that I've had from working with people during the holidays that have struggled with the grief of past relationships. When I say past relationships, meaning relationships that they have no longer in their life, uh, like a, a, an ex, um, maybe a, a, an estranged child that they just don't talk to anymore, or maybe it's actually the, the literal passing of a loved one, a family member, a best friend a sibling, a child, these are very difficult relationships to, um, to just grieve in general, especially during the holidays. So the reason why I'm calling it permission to grieve is because a lot of times what happens is when someone goes through a divorce, someone goes through a breakup, someone goes through a major relationship change in their life, they tend to want to keep things the same. Meaning when you have a lot of change going on, it's like you want some things that are consistent. You want some things to stay the same. And a lot of my listeners have confessed to me that they have a hard time changing habits and patterns and creating new patterns, new habits, and especially over the holidays, creating new rituals or new, um, uh, what's it called in families? <laughs> have uh, um, traditions. There you go. Man, apparently I still got a little brain fog. I can't blame COVID, but bring, uh, I'll blame my uh, man cold for the past few weeks that I've had. So traditions during the holidays is very big for people. And I love that people honor traditions and want to keep the traditions up. However, traditions weren't always a tradition. Someone had to start it, start it and someone had to keep it going. So I want to give you guys permission. If you had certain traditions with your kids and now you're going through a divorce situation, those traditions, as much as you want to keep some of them going, if it becomes a uh, hassle, if it, um, triggers a lot of grief for you, reminds you of your past life with your ex or the way things used to be. I'm giving you permission to start new traditions 
and to put the old traditions in the past and to bury those old traditions with those relationships and sometimes literally with those people that have passed away. Now, I'm not telling you everybody should do this, that if you don't do this, something's wrong with you. But what I am telling you is I work with tons of people that struggle to keep alive the traditions and the patterns that the habits that they had during the holidays in the past. And it causes them more stress and anxiety. A couple of people I've talked to recently literally freaked out because they were so stressed out that if they didn't do something for the holidays that they've always done, then somehow they're a failure as a parent. Come to find out their kids after talking to me said, Hey Dave, could you help my parent? Cause they're flipping out. And to be totally honest, None of us want to even do those traditions anymore. Those were traditions when we were kids. Now we're teenagers. We know our parents want to keep those things going because it's, um, it's something that, that makes them warm and fuzzy inside. But the reality of it is, it's not making them warm and fuzzy inside. It's making them angry and pissed off inside. I took the kids' advice. I talked to the parent. I had the parent and the kids meet with me. And we went over the, the whole scenario and situation in this particular case. The parent broke down and admitted that they just didn't want things to change, that they'd lost control of so many things in their life. They just wanted something to stay the same. This parent particularly enjoyed the holidays. In fact, the holidays, especially over Christmas time, has always been this parent's greatest time of the year, favorite time of the year. And now that the family split up, now that they've gone through divorce, they wanted something to stay the same, except everyone else has moved on past that time of their life. It was just the parent that was trying to keep this together. The parent trying to keep this the same. None of the kids wanted the hassle, wanted the effort. And what they decided to do made the parent feel like it wasn't enough. It wasn't special enough. It wasn't memorable enough. They weren't going to have tons of pictures and videos and, and be able to post tons of things online. And it turns out that's what the kids wanted. Oddly enough, teenagers didn't want to share how difficult this time of year was that their family had a significant change in their life. They didn't want to be one of those people that are posting smiles and Christmas cards. By the way, a lot of this had to do around a Christmas card, so wink, wink. As you can imagine, Christmas card when the family is split up is not going to be the same. This parent really wanted the Christmas card and, and the traditions that they were doing in the holidays to be different. So what they did was they said, hey, listen, our family that we had before was then we still have those pictures, we still have those Christmas cards, we still have those memories, and we'll still cherish those. And it's time that we make new traditions starting in 2022 for the new evolution of their family. Now, both people in this situation are now um, dating someone else. I don't know if they're, they're going to get married. However, in their new relationships, I... I could see that um, there could there started to be a little competition thing going on that uh, it seemed as if, according to the kids in the family, that both parents were trying to post online to make the other parent jealous and to let the world know how happy they are, how amazing their new relationship is, and how excited they are about the new chapter of their life. The kids didn't want any of that publicity. The kids just wanted to have a Christmas without making it a public thing, without trying to poke the bear of the other side and cause more family drama. So in this situation, the family decided that they were just going to squash this Christmas, squash the Christmas cards, squash the old traditions, and not try to post everything to make the other side of the family who they're no longer with angry, upset, or jealous. Instead, they're going to keep it close to the chest, have their own little uh, family tradition. In fact, they came up with a couple ideas for new family traditions that were definitely more um, suitable for their age of their life. 
family traditions where they're allowed to bring some friends with them to go do some things that were funner for teenagers and young adults to do versus the little things that kids would do. Now, the kids were gracious and they were kind. They said that they'd be willing to occasionally every now and then go back to those traditions. And one of them said, why don't we save those traditions for when we have kids someday? The parent said, you know, that sounds like a good idea. So that's what they decided on. By the way, they're going out to a dinner instead of having a Christmas dinner. The parent, instead of having to stress out about making this huge meal for just a a few people, decided, why don't they just pick a restaurant and go? Now, the parent was like, I didn't want to look like, uh, if you guys watch the, I don't, I'd, it'd be hard. I'd be hard to believe if no one had ever seen the Christmas story. Well, if you remember the Christmas story, a uh, little spoiler alert, the, the movie came out like 90 years ago. <laughs> um, they, they ruined the turkey or the Christmas ham or whatever it was, and they had to go to a Chinese restaurant. So they, they made a, a decision to go to an Asian restaurant for Christmas uh, dinner or Christmas Eve dinner, it was, instead of making this big spread. They laughed about it. They said, we'll be like the family of the Christmas story. Well, the parent specifically didn't want to be like the family of the Christmas story, but then admitted maybe it's best that they bring a little humor into their grieving of the death of their former family. And it may sound cruel or hard to say the death of their former family, but if you put it to rest, you know where it's at. If you don't properly grieve it, it rears its ugly head like a zombie that pops up every ho- uh, every holidays and every major um, you know special event to make you feel horrible and make you feel depressed about missing out. When ultimately all the kids in the family agree that it was best for their parents to split up. It had been a long time coming. They feel like this is going to be a great thing for both of them in the long run because they just want their parents to be happy. Now the same can be said. I, I've had similar experiences with people who've lost children, lost loved ones during the holidays. It's hard to make those decisions. And if you don't know anything about grief, well, grief in many ways is just a form of, or if you don't know anything about depression, depression in many ways is just a form of grief. So for example, when people struggle with depression, you can Google this, look it up. You don't have to take my word for it. But since I am a, a you know a real mental health professional, I can tell you with extreme confidence and it's diagnosable. One of the symptoms of depression is the is an inability to make decisions, to focus, to concentrate. And that makes it really difficult during the holiday time when someone is dealing with grief and depression to try to make changes. A lot of times people just want to stick in their patterns and do what they've always done. And that doesn't necessarily help their situation. Just like businesses, families, if you don't evolve, you die. And you may not physically die. People may not lose their life. But the relationships start to fizzle out. People start to lose the the strength of their connection. So if your relationship has hit an expiration date with someone because they've passed and that's painful and you've been grieving that, whether it's the first year you've lost that person or whether it's been a number of years and you're just still having a hard time during the holidays, try to make new traditions, new rituals, do things a little bit different to distinguish that you're in a different place in your life. Also, the same thing goes if you've gone through major breakups, major life changes, loss of relationships that aren't necessarily dead, but relationships that have changed, the same can apply. Again, I'll leave it up to your discretion on if it's relevant, but ask yourself, are you stressed out and are you overdoing it Try to keeping, just trying to keep things the same? Now, traditions are not bad. If you're listening to this and like, well, our traditions are fine and there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't cause stress to me or anyone in my family. Well, then I'm obviously not talking to you and I'm not talking about your situation, but I am referring to the people who are struggling during the holiday time to, to grapple with that grief. Think about what I've said, consider it, 
and ask your loved ones and ask your kids, ask people around you what they think about that idea and for some of their input, what might be a better idea for the holidays. I know a lot of families I worked with in the past, they, they went on vacations for holidays. They, they just switched it up. They did something a little bit different. So think about these things, guys. These things, guys. Take my consideration. And again, thank you for always joining us here on the Light the Fight podcast and these new episodes called OG Therapy. And until next time, thank you for helping us to light the fight. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.